Institute for Faith and Freedom at Grove City College presents Liberty Mail with the Student Fellows of Faith and Freedom. Welcome to Episode 6 of Liberty Mail from the Institute for Faith and Freedom here at Grove City College. I'm Katie Kenline, and with Election Day quickly approaching, we have a different episode for you today um, that's about—it's an Election Day project. Um, A month ago, I started talking to a professor about how I feel in this month of November as we get close to the election, how special it always feels to vote, telling stories about the first time I voted, other times that— Um, We voted, and um, maybe I'm sentimental or idealistic, but there's something special about voting every first Tuesday of November. Um, There's something special about getting your I Voted sticker. Maybe maybe you go to the polls. Maybe in my state, um, we've always voted by mail for most of my life. Um, But there's something special about Election Day. And I should note that election integrity is essential to um, the security of our republic. It's essential that we all are involved in the voting process, that we get involved, maybe volunteering to work at the polls, volunteering on campaigns, making sure um, your family and people around you know how important it is to vote. You know, I've talked to some of my peers here at school um, who aren't registered to vote or won't vote this election. Um, And I think that it's essential. Every election, this election might be local issues. Um, But next year we have a presidential election and every time we get to go to the polls, it's beautiful. So we took a camera um, around Grove City's homecoming at the end of September and asked people for their election or voting stories. Um, And they may not seem special or um, unique, but um, there is something special and unique about everyone's story. Some of them are funny, some of them are mundane, but I hope that these stories inspire you um, as you head to the polls, as you think about how beautiful it is um, and how blessed we are to live in this republic. So here are some of the stories um, we gathered from alumni and um, friends of all ages um, at homecoming. Hello, I'm Ted Lightheart. I'm from the Cincinnati area. Loveland, if anybody's heard of that part of Cincinnati. Uh, The first time I voted was in 1976 in the election between uh, Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter. And I was already a staunch conservative, so I didn't vote for either. I voted for John Schmitz, who ran in both 1972 and 1976. And voted for Reagan twice, and uh, up till Trump, I hadn't voted uh, Republican or Democrat from 1984 through 2016. So that's pretty much my voting. So, uh, my name is TJ, and I am from Damascus, Maryland. And the first time that I voted was uh, through a uh, proxy vote, not a proxy vote, proxy ballot, because it was during COVID. So my first year, I couldn't even go to the polls, and I was very sad about it. All right, we're ready. Hi, I'm Dana Sacconi Leach, and I'm from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, class of 1985. And my first vote uh, was for Ronald Reagan, the uh, the best president I think in my memory in this country in recent years. Hi, my name is Tim Sweet. I'm class of '85, at Grove City College. I also happen to teach here in the entrepreneurship department, and. Uh, I remember the first time I voted was the 1984 election. It was the the Reagan uh, Mondale election, 
And I was so excited. I was too young to vote in the first uh, Reagan election, but I was really excited. I was a student here at Grove City, and so I had to work out, you know, voting in a remote way because I lived in western New York. But um, I, I really believed in Reagan. Reagan. Reagan really was the one that captivated my attention in terms of uh, a political conservative thought. And uh, I thought, here's, here's a man who can change things and turn things around. He was, he was the kind of visionary leader whose words and whose thoughts and whose, whose um, philosophy still are so important and needed today. So um, I'm happy to have voted for Reagan. I want to continue to vote for Reagan policies as we go forward. So please give us candidates who will carry on the tradition. Isaac Lipton, I'm from Austin, Texas, and the first time I voted was last year in 2022. And I have to say, being a part of the voting process was amazing. It really made me feel like I was making a difference in the country, and I really enjoyed that power it gave to me. And also, I had to stand in a line for like an hour. So I guess other people felt the same way too. And yeah, that's how, how that was my first time voting. Okay, I'm Lisa Campanella, and we live in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, and we came up for homecoming, and um, the very first um, election I could vote in was not Jimmy Carter. I was, I was, I turned 18 the week after the election, so I didn't get to vote that year, but as I've gotten older, I see the most important thing is, especially for the future of our country and for our children and for the youth, is to understand and be involved and don't just let um, government tell you what to do but because we are a government of the people for the people by the people so vote so um, back in 2016 um, I was going to take my uh, medical board examination and I remember hearing a lot of people talking the night before the election or the night of the election that you know Hillary Clinton was a shoe-in for the election and was gonna win she has an easy landslide and how everyone was just kind of brushing it off that the polls were showing that that Trump was going to lose, whether I voted for him or not. Um, and um, then the next morning we woke up and and he had won the election. And I just found it very humorous that many people were just were relying on the media to kind of tell them what who was going to win and what was going to happen. And it was the exact opposite. So it's just kind of a, a shocking election. Yeah. So, yeah. And then did you vote that? Did you vote that election? I did vote for that election. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember I. Um, voted during the day, and you know the polls were really busy, and and uh, it was a it was a interesting election to say the least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Shane Brower. Um, I'm a physics professor here on campus, and uh, so the first time I voted would have been in one of those midterm voting thing. I think what really brought me out was the election for dog catcher because that was huge where we're from because we're in the middle of nowhere, and so you just want to make sure that they're not coming around to capture your dog because nobody kept it on a leash and so you just needed to make sure you didn't elect anyone that was jerky um, and so that's what I remember is voting to make sure that we had a conservative dog catcher um, and uh, and then the next election that I remember voting for was the presidential election with George Bush that was huge right so um, so I remember that I remember that it was probably like the last election where it wasn't contested or there wasn't some big controversy my name is Jacob Pfizer. I'm from Philadelphia. And the first time I voted was my senior year of high school. I got to the polls early so I could get to school on time and made sure I got the I voted sticker. When I walked into school, the principal looked at the sticker, said, I hope you voted for a Democrat, and walked away. That was the first time I voted. Hi, I'm Caroline Marshall. Um, I'm from 
Massachusetts and my first time voting was definitely a big step in kind of growing up. I thought it was really cool to be a part of um, making decisions for our country and just like my local community. Um, and yeah, I would encourage anybody who hasn't voted yet to do it for the first time. Uh, Rob Miller, class of 76. I currently live in Bedford, Texas, which is uh, right outside of Fort Worth. And my most memorable uh, voting experience was in the uh, 1980 uh, presidential election for Reagan. There was no such thing as early voting back then, so I had to wait in line for about two hours to uh, vote. And I remember it uh, vividly. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm uh, Sue Wright, and uh, the first time I voted, I voted for uh, President Reagan and when I was 18, now that I think of it, because I was at Penn State when, and I was very proud of myself that I voted, and then, um, but I remember where I was at Penn State, I was at the Student Union when I got the news that uh, President Reagan had been shot. And I remember thinking, the first time that I voted for a president and he gets shot. So, yeah, that's my story. Our team here at Institute for Faith and Freedom had a really fun time hearing these stories and going around talking to people about their experiences voting. And we'd love to hear your experiences voting as well, whether you leave them in the comments or you share this episode on social media alongside your story. The first time I voted was in November 2020. Um, like I said, in Washington State, we have mail-in voting. So I got to fill out my ballot and take it to our county election office in the middle of COVID, in the middle of all the craziness. Um, but in the middle of all that, I remember feeling so much joy and feeling like I was able to contribute to this great experiment in self-governance that we have here in the United States that our founding fathers left um, for us. And um, I'm grateful every day that this is the form of government they left us with. In September 1787, when um, the Founding Fathers were leaving the Constitutional Convention, having formed and, and left us with this type of government, we know that famously um, a woman asked Benjamin Franklin what type of government that they had for us. I can't imagine um, in that moment thinking, okay, what do you have for us? And his response is, um, is beautiful. He said, a republic, if you can keep it. So I'm grateful that you joined us today for this episode of um, Institute for Faith and Freedom's Liberty Mail podcast. And um, I encourage you to join us next week. And please remember that you play a part in this republic in keeping it. Please remember to vote by November 7th. For more information on the Institute for Faith and Freedom, visit faithandfreedom.com.